When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Why are you still out here? Well, it goes back to the destiny thing. I made a bargain with it, you know, a long time ago, and I'm holding up my hand. What was your bargain? To get where um, I am now. Should I ask who you made the bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 you know, with the chief, uh, chief commander. On this earth? <laughs> and on this earth and, in, uh, and then in a world we can't see. It's not clear to me that I think there will exist a general purpose device that does everything you want, because I don't think the whole world's going to be able to afford five devices per person in the bubble of Terranea. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Don't step on the one. You've got to start on the two. Find the two. You understand? Told you I never did any of these dances before. Now it's one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. No, music starts. Don't no dance to the two. Got it? Breathe. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well Swimming. Here comes the music right now. And three, two, and one. Go! Nothing gets in our way. Boom! Keep coming, hardcore. Gentlemen, I have a plan. It's called blackmail. As you know, the royal family of Britain are the wealthiest landowners in the world. Either the royal family pays us an exorbitant amount of money, or we make it seem that Prince Charles has had an affair outside of marriage and therefore would have to divorce. Yes. Can I get one shot of the vaccine? No. Why not? Because I have better immunity than I would if I was vaccinated. We, so, right? Yes. Don't I? Right. Okay, people, you have to tell me these things, all right? I've been frozen for 30 years, okay? Throw me a freaking bone the boss. Tell me how both of those thoughts connected. How can you believe that your government is also powerful, that they're able to wreck the entire world? You can also find them with your AK-47. Please explain that. Five days later, I was negative. And I do have the natural antibodies now. Why would I take a chance in getting vaccinated on top of that? By the way, I'm glad you're here. Test, 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 Hello? Yo, what's up? What's happening? Um, it's 
finishing this email real quick. What's up with you guys? Maze isn't here yet. Okay, well, let's do questions without him then. Just kidding. Hold on a second. We're kind of like Batman voice. Hold on a sec here. Okay. It's not just a signal. It's a warning. How's that? That was good. That was really good, actually. It's not just a signal. It's a warning. It says fans are going crazy for Patterson. Patterman? What's his name? Uh, I don't... Robert Pattinson's caped crusader voice. Oh, is he Batman now? It's not just a signal. It's a warning. Yeah. Hmm. It's like literally. It's like that's the that's the clip that was released. This teaser, mini teaser. I guess there's a trailer coming out today. Nice. Where's Ilya? Is he here? He's here. He's waiting for you to call him. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I have his. Can you add him? Um, sure. I never know how to. Is it two L's? One L. Yeah. I L I. I L I. Yeah. I just added him. So oh, there I, it is. Yeah. Uh, I always think there's a Y in there somehow. Sometimes it's spelled I L Y A. Like, um, uh, there's a famous ice skater, Ilya Kulik. He spells it with a Y. I, I always, that's, I always Ilya. thought it was with a Y. But now that if Ilya is here, he can explain that Ilya. the English spelling doesn't matter that much. That's just a signal. It's a warning. Yeah, it's Cyrillic. So we have our Russian letters. And when you translate it to English, you're just picking whichever oh, letters shit. you feel like picking. It's the so, closest, right? Yeah. yeah. Like it's Hold just on, people. Hold on. I'm not recording. I lost all my great jokes. Oh, no. All I'm right, recording. Right there, I'm recording, though. All right. Oh, you got once. you got my great gift. I'll yeah. back. Hold on. Hold um, on. Hold on. Ilya, you missed Jade's Batman impression. And now Wait, it's just me I, talking to myself, I, just, I guess. I got mute I got muted there for a second. I don't know why. I heard he I missed uh, Jade's Batman impression. Well, it's his impression of the latest Batman teasers. So mm, I guess I haven't it's, seen them, so I'm going in blind. Yeah, it's it's apparently Robert Robert Pattinson. Is that his name? I don't know. I mean, I, I know that he's he the like Twilight a, guy, but that's the only thing I know about him. Say. He was like a vampire like 15 years ago or something. Oh my God. It was like 15 years ago at this point because I remember my, Twilight came out when I was in college. It's just the two of us now. What's going on here? I don't know. Jade said he was coming back. And oh, there, uh, oh, there he is. Back. May said he's going to be late. He said he was going to be a few no, minutes here. late, but it's. He's ready. Okay. Because we can't ask any questions until the person that asks the questions get here, right? Delia, what's this? It's not just a signal. It's a warning. Oh, shit. <laughs> Eden Who's already that? told me that you're doing impressions uh, of uh, Batman uh, trailers. Yeah, so. Not just I a signal. It. It's a warning. Maze, who's that? 
Doc Rivers. Uh, that was a pretty good I guess. I mean, that sounds like just gruff movie guy. <laughs> William Patterson. William? Robert. Is that his name? Robert, sorry. Robert. Yeah. Pattinson. Pattinson? Patterson? You trying to be the new Batman? That's just a signal. It's a warning. So, yeah, you're, doing, you're just doing Batman voice. That's all that is. Because oh, yeah, that's oh, not oh, how oh, he oh. sounds. Happy Halloween, by the way. Halloween's not for it like three weeks. Two weeks. Not for the person that just to be tuned in Halloween. two weeks late. You know what I mean? There's someone listening to this right around Halloween. Maybe on Halloween. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Happy Halloween, person. See? Head yeah, we time. should cater just... all of our podcasts to the people who listen two weeks later. Two weeks later, yeah. <laughs> just... Merry Christmas while we're at it. Wait, wait, time, where are you? Time is, time is relative and circular. We're so meta over here. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, sorry. Now I'm recording. You're recording. Well, I have, you got all those I have jokes. everything. Yeah, I have. Wow. She's got it all. Wait, Maze, where are you? I'm in Old Town Scottsdale. And what are you doing there? Tripping in the desert? For a wedding. I wish I was tripping oh, in the desert. another wedding. No. People get married. Yeah. That's what happens. How how far away from Phoenix is Scottsdale again? It's pretty close, it's, right? It's right next to it. It's like, yeah. if I understand correctly. It's like Dallas is, and Fort they, Worth. They have a freeway that's like a big circle. And at different points on the circle is Scottsdale and Phoenix. And I think there's even another weird little town down here. But it's all the same desert. Yeah, I used to I, – I haven't <laughs> been in Phoenix in like 10, 15 years. And I have to go on a trip in like two weeks. So For real? Just For making what? sure. What you got there? For tennis. It's always tennis. A little tennis trip, eh? I knew it. Yeah, a little, a little tennis. Wait, when yeah, do you the other one is tennis? Glendale. So it's Glendale, Scottsdale, and Phoenix are right on top of each other here. By the way, by the, the way, place, the place I'm going to is called Surprise, Surprise, Arizona. Arizona. Oh, yeah, that's I just see that on the map. It's just west of Glendale. So there you go. Not that much of a surprise, actually. Right next mm. to Downer, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that? <laughs> Thank you. Did- I'll cut out, Mike. Did jokes. you get that? <laughs> cut out the pause, yeah. <laughs> do you think, Ilya, do you think you could beat Prim Sharipapad at tennis? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, I plead the fifth. Hasn't did she you, ripped her knee up pretty good? Didn't you? Did you play in college? Yeah, I played at Columbia. She played at whoa, Duke. Whoa, whoa. Columbia. Yeah, Not we can have a... a, a a Duke versus Columbia. What was your major? Tennis. Economics and political tennis. science. <laughs> tennis. <laughs> yeah, I was just there for the tennis. That was funny. I appreciate that. Um, anyway, so Ian, we missed your thoughts on um, Squid Game last week. You weren't here. We actually we, we did a long discussion on it. Oh, y'all went more on Squid Game? Wow. We did the whole thing. Did the okay. whole thing. Um, Everybody liked it. Uh, me, Maze, and Zach, that is. And uh, 
Loved oh, because we didn't finish it the first time. Oh, no, we really only okay. did the. We only did episode. The first one, episode. Really. Yeah, that's right. What? So what, how many was, episodes did it take people to figure out that the old man was an inside? You job? know, that's an interesting question, Ilya. Because the whole time, I was thinking there has to be an inside man here, so to speak. But I couldn't. I didn't know it was the old man. I just. Oh come on! He was number one. He was Number always one, like, yeah. he, he was there are always plenty like, of oh, signs. All of a sudden, I remember things. Oh wait, I have dementia. Oh, all of a sudden, I remember things. See, so you and figured then obviously, it out. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't say I knew for sure, but like by the second episode, surprise. I was like, "There's some, there's something fishy about this old man." Um, and then I, I did see that people were like posting stuff about like, there's the tug of war scene where his handcuffs are not locked while everybody else is locked, and like. Mm. And then when he, I don't know, are we allowed to like just spoil the entire show for our listeners? Yeah, here? we already spoiled it last week. At so. this point, yeah. <laughs> okay, and then and then obviously when he gets eliminated and he gets shot, you don't see him actually get shot, and like True. then yeah. everybody else you kind of see get shot. So oh, like I actually didn't of- notice that point. That's but you're the right. only yeah. one. Because at that point I was kind of following it like that. Because I remember when the other girl, I forget her name. It's blurred out. It's, it was like kind of done in a blur. They rack focus to her yeah, face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, um, that must have been like Netflix adding the blur out later. Because I heard there were stories about like people complaining that it was too gory. And then Netflix like had to like adjust certain scenes. So maybe originally it wasn't blurred out for the girl. We, and then they we watched it. We were pretty early. Like our group here, we were doing it before yeah. anyone was doing it. So I think it, I mean, as I recall, That's interesting though, because like a lot of the times on Korean shows, they'll like, blur, they'll censor violence. Like, um, if there's like a knife fight or something, they'll blur out the knife when, oh, wow. when there's like a knife fight happening. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you know, you know, when I hear funny thing, I actually have a friend who's a musician. His name is, um, um, Jim Wolf. He's here in Connecticut. Friend of a friend, I should say. And he is a singer songwriter and he's had one, he's had one of it. He's, and it's like very light singer songwriter love songs about his kids. It's very G rated stuff. And he's had a track very popular in South Korea for like three years now. It's been on like the top 50 and he gets played. Some of his songs get played in Korean soap operas. And whenever I've seen these videos, I'm always like, it's a very tame Nice culture. And then I, I see Squid Game. <laughs> like, where did this come from? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so it's so sadistic. So I was surprised at the level. I wonder, do they show it like that in Korea? Or is it just an American way of seeing it? I don't know. See, I have a totally different impression of Korean culture because I've watched That's not my some impression of similar- it. It's just, you know, anecdotal, I it's think. It's just that, like... Here, Eden probably is more of an expert on this, but like, where would you rank Squid Games in terms of like violence and gore versus the other shows, and just in general in terms of enjoyment? Because I think Eden and I we discussed offline that like we think Squid Games is fine, but like it doesn't really stand out in terms of quality or in even in terms of like drama and violence compared yeah. to some of the other shows that we've seen. Like it's pretty straightforward, right? Like I feel like um Yeah, the plot the plot is like it's for me at least I thought it was very yeah. straightforward compared to the other Korean shows that we've Yeah. Seen. 
there's like Korean shows with like much more like different levels of complexity. Um, and just like, just like things that you have to kind of like think about as you watch it. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by those big wireless providers, if I've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, okay, what's it going to be this time? But after experiencing their service myself, it hit me. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs tacked on in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes on those sweet savings direct to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your current phones with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Same cell phone experience, but at a fraction of the cost. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their 7-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service shipped to your door for free. Starting at just 15 bucks a month by going to mintmobile.com slash ding. That's mintmobile.com slash ding, D-I-N-G, slash your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash ding. Yeah, I wonder though, I wonder if the simplicity kind of makes it easier for people to consume it though, being that it's foreign. Yeah, I think that's definitely a reason why it became so popular. Um, it, it almost works like a American, uh, like you could almost see it as like a reality show. Right. It's like lowest common like, denominator. It taps yeah. into that yeah, reality also- show thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what Maze and Zach were saying. Like, I think it was Zach that said that he thought it was a reality show when no, he just. No, that was me. Like, oh, that was when you. I okay. first Before saw starting it in the Netflix. <laughs> so somebody like, tried to describe the show to me, and the way they were describing it, I was like, "Oh, so this is just like a reality show." And they didn't even tell me that it was a Korean show. So I thought that there was an American show where they were getting people that were in like financial problems to go on TV and do like an American reality TV show where they were like basically getting shot at. And I was like, wait, how is this <laughs> happening? Like the government, does the government know about this TV show? Like they're, they're letting this fly. And then eventually they like explained to me that it was a Korean tell- and it wasn't yeah. actually a real TV show. Ilya, we're getting there. I'm telling you. Not far. <laughs> <laughs> we are not far. Um, sign of things to come. But yeah, like, I thought, uh, well, wait, but ultimately, what would you give it out of 10, Eden? Um, like a seven, like it was very watchable. Like, it was very entertaining. I wasn't entertained the whole time. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have to think too much about it, though. Um, And I kind of like shows that sort of forced me to pay more attention like I actually have to follow the conversation, the dialogue. Like I think a lot of people, like I hope they didn't watch it dubbed. But God, I just mean if if they didn't I even have subtitles, you can actually kind of figure out what's happening. Like, yeah. does that make sense? Because uh, like even if you have if you just were watching, you had no subtitles, you can you can it's the point still gets across. I kind of like I put value in shows that force me to pay a lot of attention and to make me connect the dots on my own. Like 
like when they reference a scene from like episode two and like episode 15 and you're like, oh shit, you know, like there's like sort of like that moment where everything comes together. This was just very straightforward. It was gr- it was good. I loved watching it. Like I'm gonna push back a little on that though, Eden, because there was plenty of stuff that, like, there was a lot of foreshadowing. There was a lot of clues being dropped. Like Ilya talking about the old man, like in episode one with red light, green light, he's not even getting targeted by the crazy robot girl. She's like everybody else is like being motion detected and has like light around them on the screen, but he's not. And then like, there's, there's tons of little details like that, that are in there that. Well, I'm not saying stuff like that. What did she say? If the viewer picks up on those little details, then it's kind of normal though. There's, there's not that much like surprise or like, Whoa, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of saying is like, I want it to be like, oh, shit, I didn't think of that. And now I get why it's coming together. Like, I missed uh, that entirely. You, know? you want Hold on a second. Hold yes. on a second. Yes. Hold on a second. I think in terms, in ter- pause in it. Terms pause of- it there, Ilya. Hold on a second. I got to bring on Lisa Roger here. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Lisa, you here? Hi. Lisa. Lisa. What's Hi happening? guys, how are Bag you? Bag that meeting. Bag it. Oh, I can't. Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? It's great to hear your voices. I haven't spoken to you in two years. Maybe longer? I know. No, it's like a year and a half. A year and Ish. a half. Time flies he, uh lisa caught, hit me up yesterday because she got a memory on her phone those uh great memories you get i love them because i have kids and um sent me all, uh, our pictures from chicago eden i know boat, she texted me tour. too <laughs> her boat tour 
What was the funniest Lisa, part of that? Happy Halloween. The funniest part of that boat oh. tour was was Kevin Pelton coming up just I like. Was just oh my god. <laughs> Just and went to Rome like photoshopping. I'm like, yeah, just just jump in. <laughs> so funny. He was just like <laughs> threw his arms up in the air. Oh my god, it was so funny. <laughs> Still think he should have just dropped down from one of the bridges, you know? As we were, yeah, we would have caught him. <laughs> oh, did you watch Squid Game, Lisa? Oh my gosh. Yes. I binged it in like two days, which I don't know if that was like the best thing for me mentally. Cause you know, it's pretty dark, but it was still amazing. I loved it. The one thing that is interesting, no matter what, it's the first show since game of Thrones that everyone has watched. Yeah. I, well, there, I there's waves it. of it. Yeah. Like there's people that are, I didn't even like, watch just game started of Thrones. this just week. Pretended to. Well, <laughs> if Game of Thrones was no. in Korean, Eden would have watched it. I'm not even kidding. So y'all know how we did the book club for Game of Thrones? Yeah. You just faked I, your way through I, that shit? No, no, no. The last season of Game of Thrones I'd watched before that was like season four. Nice. Well, I five is the... Between, I, I still think five is the I, dropout season. Well, I just mean like in in that I was able to follow everything that happened in the finale, like the final season, having dropped off halfway yeah. through the series without watching the filler means that like I just didn't miss that much. It was it's just true. all filler. It was yeah. true killer. Five is when it kind Wait, of for me fell off the cliff. So the season and succession when it, comes back this weekend. Oh, I can't Sunday, wait. baby. Speaking of, yeah, we got queued up starting next week. So excited. Getting Jake back. We got Eden back. We're watching Succession. Yes, we're getting the club back together. The real Hoy. The real (laughs) Nicole. Sadie's the real Hoy. Have um, we actually seen Jake and Jade in the same room? I mean, don't say yes because we have, but like, um, (laughs) pretend like we haven't. In real life? I don't. Wait. Oh, he was at the New York show. Yeah. So I was like, I actually, like, as I was saying that, I was like, actually, <laughs> I may have, but we can pretend like we haven't. You saw Lee and Harvey that night. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. I thought I thought uh, from our first episode two weeks ago that Eden, you really liked the, the Squid Game. You just like that it's being popularized. Yes. I guess. Yes. Gotcha. I mean, um, that was the thing was like, e- this isn't new territory for Eden. And what we were starting to talk about was how it's just, it's curious that this is the one that hit yeah. and that this is the one that got put on the Didn't front page of Netflix internationally and really took off, you know? Yeah. Cause you can ask Ilya. He's, I've made him watch other K dramas with me. <laughs> Elias is true. I do. In, ex- in exchange for eating margarita pizzas only. <laughs> um, like way. we said, I think in, I'll just add one thing. I think in t- before Lisa joined the call, we were talking about how Squid Game for Eden and I didn't have as much twists and turns as certain other K K yeah. K dramas, I guess that we've seen. Yeah. Um, so just to name drop a few, I think Vincenzo is one where there's an Italian. Uh, mafia. Well, he's actually Korean, but he's in the Italian mafia, and then he and then he comes back to Korea, and like 
makes shit happen. And like, there's a lot of plot so, development, a lot so of character many, development, yeah. a lot of twists and turns I, in that one. Yeah, mm. I agree. I mean, I, I totally agree with you. I just don't, I don't, for me, I'm not seeing that as like, um, I don't know. It's not like contrasting. I'm not kind saying of it's a bad me. thing either. I'm also saying like, I think I just have a preference for shows that are like, more psychological like that fuck with your mind a little bit as you're watching it like it I, yeah it's, it's I actually objective. I mean I, mean, I remember I remember in episode two and three uh you know Zach was texting how much he loved it and and I was kind of like in between I was like it kind of slowed down significantly there for me after episode one and I was like I was kind of wanting a little more it came around ultimately for me you know I I agree with the seven, maybe eight, I would give it for me. But, yeah, like um, maybe a 7.5, like on a good day. Yeah. Also, I, LeBron I, and Anthony Davis had a very good point that the the, the finale, I mean, the way they yeah. ended, was very corny. And the finale was tough. To that was a little, like, but you know how shows are with the setups for season two? Nine is, nine is always, or in this case, eight is always better than nine, or nine's better than ten. Um, the setup. Wait, season, LeBron and Anthony Davis said that? It yeah. was slow. The the last one was slow. Fuck? I was just like, come on already. Let's go. I mean, they really could have. I mean, he could really go see his daughter first and then come back. But whatever. Just no, saying. Eden. He can't. <laughs> he got his hair did. He's got he's to gotta take down Squid Game right now. And, and the thing that I totally didn't get ultimately was how the front man was running this this operation solo. Like, <laughs> like oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, also oh, one conspiracy theory. Do you think that the police officer is dead? No. The one whose brother shot no. off the cliff? One no, I don't think so. Not dead. So I'm guessing that in season two, probably the police officer and his brother are going to be like, play a big role. Especially if the, the other, main character is trying Yo, to Yo, by the way, y'all, that front man, he is a huge, like, very well-known Korean actor. Eden. Yeah. Eden, I I said this last week. I represented for you. I'm like, if Eden Thank were you. here, she'd be telling Thank us. Thank you that so that's much. That's like Mads Mikkelsen or like Tom yeah. Cruise. Taking no, that's Mads. Mads Mikkelsen is a great. Yeah, no, I was seriously like when they did the reveal, I was like, oh shit, they got him. Like, yeah. The front man. I didn't quite. I had to go back because I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> I kind of knew they were. They knew each other, but I was like, I missed that. That whole thing. Like, I was just like, what? Because that, if you go back to see episode two, they kind of go through that pretty quickly. They could have maybe dwelled on that storyline a little longer. You yeah, know? they could have, I think. Yeah. And, like, it was uh, underdeveloped. It was an underdeveloped yeah. storyline. And I totally agree with there were, there was the lack of, tw like, twists throughout. Like, it, was, it wasn't enough to... But ultimately, I was like, I don't really care. Like, you got through I mean, it. It was a very easy is, show to get through, you know? We knew yeah, that somebody it. had to win, and it was probably going to be the main character. So that wasn't a surprise at all. But I still think they did a, like, like the marbles was a good twist. Like, that was good. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, the development way. of that that other, what's his name? What's the character, the banker's name? Zhang Wu. Zang, oh, like yeah. his character that. development, I thought was excellent. I loved it, especially when he pushes the guy off the bridge scene. Or the we already you know, have the, an old the, man and a woman. The rest of us have to be men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But anyway, so yeah, Squid Game. So I mean, I still recommend it. You know, like I'm not. Y'all act like I'm over here hating on it. I'm just all I did was just give it a seven, saying Uh, it was very watchable. I actually think you're right. I totally think you're. You're. I think it got a little too overhyped. You know, but then again, it's one of those things. Don't worry, you didn't. I'm updating the spreadsheet right now for you. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I I just seven point five as much. Yeah, I just didn't critique it as much because I feel like sometimes the psychological thriller ones or things like that, I can only handle so much. So mm-hmm. for me, it was like, oh, I like this. This is enough. But yeah, beyond that, sure. I can handle. So I'm like, for yeah. someone like me, it's great. But beyond that, I'm out. So yeah, <laughs> that's why point. I was like, that's why I was saying, like, I feel like it's subjective on my part. Like, I'm only rating it lower based on my preference. I'm not, you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Totally. It, it was essentially but, a guilty pleasure sports movie. Yeah. I mean, wasn't it just like a competition the whole time and there's some gore and like drama, but like, you know, that there's like seven or eight main characters and they're all like competing for a prize. And, you know, that's kind of the drama. It's just, it's just a competition. Like in Ella, terms did of you- developing the individual character like arcs, there just wasn't that much of that. And well, that's probably although, what Eden and I uh, were looking uh, for. I don't know about that. Like, cause I remember in marbles, there was the great to me, the big question coming off of that episode was who, which of those scenes were most impactful to you. And to me, it was the one between the two girls because it was the oh, most yeah. honest. It was, they were the most honest or she is, her name is Hoy by the, by the way. And, um, her real name. And like, well, that, that- was more of a reveal, right? <laughs> so it's like the one that sacrificed herself, like reveals a little bit of her backstory. But in terms but, of like characters even changing, like the, the finance guy is though. always the finance guy. The 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 Pakistani kid is always like a little too empathetic, but, and that but, costs him. And- but he that he cheats him out of that game, right? He basically lies to him. And the her other name one- is Holyan. I was so confused. Yeah. I was Hoy. like, "Yeah, Hoy, obviously and, you didn't." And 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 our main character <laughs> tries to lie to the old man. He does lie. He actually loses. Yeah. And so the the woman Hoyan, that scene to me was the most heartbreaking. So I, I liked that. I liked the way he did that. That was really really good. The, just the contrasting of those all those storylines. And then of course the gangster, the gangster actually, I thought was more admirable than the other two, you know, cause he won fair and square ultimately with the, you know, when they were trying to toss the marbles into the hole. <laughs> so I, I like the way that all those had different intricacies of like, or nuances of how they win. Yeah. Even though the gangster, the gangster did change the rules of the game, right? Halfway but he through, got, and then but it was, and it was before legal. Before that, he cheated he, with the. Yeah, it was like a little loophole. Yeah, he got permission, oh. right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, and and so does the guy. Go. go ahead. Oh, next. I'm only like a few minutes, but I just want to see like five seconds. Well, we'll get I you know. back. We'll back get you back when you have more time. Normally, my Fridays are actually pretty open. So you just call me whenever and I'll talk and chat and I'll yeah. tell you how I like Succession. <laughs> awesome. Woo-hoo. All right, Lisa. 
All right. Well, you guys, I love you. Knock up dead in that meeting. Knock up dead. Well, I mean, it's just lunch, so I'm just going to eat. (laughs) Knock that lunch dead, Lisa. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Later. Bye. Love of my life, you've heard me. You've broken my heart and now you leave me. Love of my life, can't you see? Bring it back, bring it back. Don't take it away from me because you don't know what it means to me. You don't know it. Love of my life, don't leave me You've stolen my love, you're not deserving Love of my life, can't you see? Bring it back, bring it back Don't take it away from me Because you don't know what it means to me blown over and everything's all by the way when I grow older I will be there at your side to remind you how I still love you I still love you I still love you rating i don't remember uh i will have to refer to my spreadsheet but it was probably somewhere in the sevens okay yeah it was probably like a 7.5 yeah what do we got for the old questions this week who's doing them i got them maze of course so we'll start with the real what you're not hung over anything weren't you rocking last night I am hungover. Oh, I dragged oh, my good. butt out of bed and walked and got a bagel and then almost immediately gave myself the hiccups, which is like a devastating oh. podcast injury. Nice. Like that. Is there anything worse than having the hiccups during a podcast? Like <laughs> you, you crippled your ability to talk. Damon Johnson asks colored pencils or crayons. Yo, shouts to Damon colored pencils for me. 
Yeah, I don't know the last time I've actually touched a crayon. Uh, definitely pencils. What are the kids like, Jade? Both. There's no, it's, they just love both. Markers, Whatever is closest, they'll just use in like a whirling dervish. Mark, um, I think though, ultimately, they do less crayoning than anything. Well, Sadie does. Grayson's been working on a comic with markers. Josie loves to paint. Sadie does everything, but she like she's she's got a lot of detail oriented stuff in her her art. So um, she likes to to paint. I, she would probably prefer colored pencils. Problem with that is the sharpening. You just sharpen them all the time, <laughs> you know. But crayons turn into those like nubby, rounded. Yeah. Like they're not easy to color with either. You do people sharpen crayons? No, they don't. You can, yeah, you, you can. can sharpen crayons, but they don't. They just, they just kind of. Yeah, they uh, just get flat. I have a giant. Well, I, I kind of like of the med- It's a different medium, and plus, they they if you don't have any candles and the light and the lights go out, you you can burn them. Melt they're them. multi, yeah, they're multi-purpose. Yeah, it's the, they like them all. They're all they're all fond of art. I really like the thing Grayson's working on right now. It's a comic book. It's called Grizzly and Duck. <laughs> Is it about a bear and a duck? Yeah, <laughs> but he's got I the night. Kind of expecting it not to be. It'd be funnier. He does the paneling. It's it's um. Well, I've always brought them up. Like I've always told them stories about animals in the backyard. You know, Reggie the Red Fox, yeah. Bill the Bear. So, I went to the toy store with Josie this morning. She picked. What'd she pick out? She is the best to go to a toy store with, by the way, because she doesn't want much. She likes to go around the store. Look at this data. This is amazing data. Check this out, Dana. <laughs> like, ultimately, she just gets like two little, like three dollar things. Whereas Sadie will be like looking for the three hundred dollar thing, you know. <laughs> Not really. it, so it's fun to go to the toy store with with Josie. So it's like an art exhibit for her. Yeah, like she's like going a, to a museum. Yeah, she got exactly. she she loves those little just plastic animal figures that you would put on a shelf, you know. Um. She And, like, when we were in Salem this past weekend, she picked up, we went to this, like, this really cool store that had a bunch of, like, just little toys, almost like from a flea market. And she found these little dogs that were, like, they're, like, an inch big. They're tiny. And she, because she loves little things, you know, because she's little. And then she just, you know, she's holding on to them. And then we're, you know, going through the town, and Josie just, you know, Josie, and all of a sudden she's lost them, you know? It's like, and then she's devastated that she's lost her dog. So I had to go back. I had to go back twice to the store to get, to replace the dogs. They were only a dollar each. So $2 turned into six over the course of the day. Aww. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like she's going to get into collectibles. Like, get her into I, like Pokemon cards or basketball cards or little. Because I, when I was a little kid, I used to collect like toy soldiers and stuff too. They had like really nice like replica toy soldiers that I would collect. Funny, it's funny you mention that because Grayson actually um, discovered cards, just like you're talking about. 
And he was like, what are these, Dad? I'm like, they're trading cards, you know? So I went and explained to him um, the whole thing. And I said to him, I said, you know, if you collect these and keep them in good condition, they'll be worth money. That would be a nice thing because a lot of the toys you get your kids, they end up in the trash. But it'd be nice if if one of them developed, like, a collectible concept because, like, later in their life, it's like they can cash in on it. And you can no, man, you down generations. You don't want kids to get into that. Like when I was in third grade and collecting Pokemon cards, that was like crack. Like I was so addicted to the feeling of opening a new pack of Pokemon cards, yeah. hoping that I get a shiny Charizard <clears throat> or whatever. That like a holographic, yeah. It took Charizard. over my life. Really? <laughs> for but like a period but, of there. But that was like what you enjoyed though. Like, but then guess what? The Pokemon cards aren't worth dick and I don't even know where they are. <laughs> Dude. Um, but that doesn't, that doesn't take wait, wait, away wait, wait, from wait, wait, like wait, wait. the joy I that. Thought, I thought first generation Charizard cards were like selling for like a million dollars. Yeah. If you have it. <laughs> is that well, like the that Beanie the Baby thing? Collecting it? Exactly. Beanie it? Babies was another one. I went through but, that wave. But you have to have the first edition of it, right? Yeah. I mean, you. you there's. Uh oh. Okay. Oh, completely useless. Go again. We lost you. It, there's rare ones, sure, but like you have to find those. And if you don't, you just spend a lot of time buying and collecting useless ones. And I'm right. just saying, like, yeah. it's a dangerous game if you're a kid because you don't have impulse control. Right? Um, but the same's true for garbage, garbage toys like, too, though. Like Sadie loves to just no, because there's not there's not like the rarity effect, right? Like if you if you believe that you could get something rare or valuable, like you're you're more interested. You know what she likes? I Poppets. Think... You know what Poppets are? Anybody? Hello, Poppet. Like those? They're these like rubber plastic things. They're like a, it's like a stress device where you just kind of push these little circles. Oh, and they... I've seen them oh, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, yeah. corner store. Yeah. They're, they're like, just... they're like half, half spheres and you, you push them in and then they, they pop up. Yeah, exactly. And they're all, they come in all different shapes, like ice cream cones and unicorns. Sadie, that's like her favorite thing to get. They're actually affordable, so I don't mind getting them. And she uses them, honestly. She actually uses them. Kind of funny to watch her use it. It's nicer than watching her on the phone, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think that's that's the thing right there is Maze is totally on point with the the fear of becoming addicted and the lack of impulse control for kids but like you have to consider the alternatives where if like she's collecting like little toy soldiers or cards or something that's probably better than spending like 10 hours a day on the phone on like tiktok or playing or, like, video, yeah, games. video games it's a little I, more like productive just the yeah well ju- if if my son was to collect cards and put together a book and kept them in order i would be stoked to see that you know like we were when we were kids, we did that with baseball cards, and my brother did. Yeah, now now you're gonna have to explain to him what NFTs are. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You know what I want? You know what I was looking for for Greg? Because I thought he would have gotten a kick out of it. Was Garbage Pail Kids? You remember? You guys remember Garbage Pail Kids? Garbage Patch Kids. 
Oh, you don't know the remember the there were these cards if you look them up on Google. Garbage Pail Kids. They were a play on Cabbage Patch Kids, but they were cards and you would collect them. They all, they had really funny names. There was that was Yeah, I don't I don't think those aged very well in terms of monetary value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lost two Wayne Gretzky rookie cards by the way. Oh boy. Yeah. Although hockey cards surprisingly don't do well in the market. So I actually used to collect a lot of cards and football and hockey do not like really sell for much, but basketball and baseball do pretty well. And now if, if Grayson's into soccer, right? He's like a big messy fan. He's playing all the time. Yeah. If he should, he should find as many messy rookie cards as he can, because those are going to be incredibly expensive, especially Mm. when he retires. It's so hard to follow soccer, by the way. So many leagues. But I've been watching. Yeah. I, I watched. Actually, I watched the qualifier England-Hungary the other night. Well, I think the hardest part is that, like, because it's different leagues, you can't just, like, get one subscription. You know, like, you can't just sign up for, like, be in sports and, That's like, I mean. get yeah, all yeah. the soccer you want. Like, it's like you have to actually go and, like, subscribe to each one. Yep. Yeah. And if I, mean, I didn't have Ilya to tell me where to find it, then I wouldn't be able to. I'm surprised ESPN hasn't signed like a multi-million dollar contract with at least one of the leagues, like the British, the EPL, they, the British they League. Have, and, and they then, have La Liga. They have Euro, uh, the Euros, don't they? Yeah, they I La- mean, international competition is different. That's like having a contract for like the U.S. Uh, Olympic team or whatever. It's better. It's better to sign the leagues because they have games every week. La Liga, they do. They do not have Premier League, as far as I know. Well, that's really a bad timing on them because they signed the La Liga contract right after Messi left. Messi Liga. left, so, yeah. Yeah, so nobody's really watching La Liga right now. That's correct. That's right. It's probably why he left, right? Ultimately. But ESPN. No, 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 not ESPN. But one of the leagues, one of the leagues, probably just gave him. You know, I know it came through a team, but it, it's something to do with the league, actually. Where's I mean, Ronaldo? Ilya, don't you know the answer to this? Do I know the answer to this? Yeah. I was like, don't you know it? Like, I can't mean, you just explain it? Because I'm we, like, do we want to go into the cap situation of uh, a lot Just give us the short version. Let's break it down. Give me the cap number. Barcelona overpaid for a bunch of other players, so they couldn't afford Messi's salary anymore. And the only way he could resign under the the La Liga rule for the cap was if he signed basically for free, and there's no way that the best player in the world is going to just play for free, even though it's the club that he joined since he was a 13 year old. So they basically said that we can't sign Messi any anymore. And he became a free agent. So then all the other teams in the world could sign him and Paris Saint-Germain, the team in in Paris and France signed him for a big contract. And now he's there. These garbage pail kids are disturbing, by the way, realize how disturbing they are. Yeah, I have like a vague recollection of them, but I think when I was a kid, I looked at them and I wasn't like, <laughs> I wasn't really drawn to them, so I never, I never bought one. Disturbing. They were really trying to mess with our minds. Um, what do we got next there, Maze? Okay, this question is Sunburny. Infamous at Lonnie Tsunami. My question is. What is Count the Dings? Listen to all of Cinephobe and only recently started to listen to the Friday Mailbag. 
I don't entirely get the format and references, and how is it related to Cinephobe, and why is Amin never on it? <laughs> oh, my God. If only he knew. <laughs> only he knew. Wow. So, Lonnie Tsunami, boy, do you have a lot to catch up on, I guess. Just send him the link for the Thanksgiving episode. Count from the like dicks came first, man. Cinephobe is the one of the youngest podcasts we have on the network. The Friday mailbag but, goes but the most all successful. the way back to the ESPN days in 2015. Actually, it was originally the Ask Was mailbag, and we would collect basketball questions. It was hosted by Kevin Pelton. The original Anthony Mays, and it was a basketball show. And then when we left ESPN, we couldn't do basketball, so it turned into this kind of question format. Amin's been on. He actually asked me last time I spoke to him to get him on. So maybe we'll have to do that just for you. What's his name? Lonnie Tsunami. Lonnie, I like how Jade is recounting the whole like genesis of the podcast, but not answering the actual question of what count the dings is, which is literally count the dings because there was a ding whenever somebody would say something uh, funny. Or- oh well, hold on though. Oh hold wow, on. I totally forgot about that. Remember when there were dings? <laughs> well, count the dings is a play on count the rings. It's a play on that. Yeah, wow, so I didn't know that. Eden, did you know that? I didn't know that either. No, I had no idea. Never heard this. First time I'm ever hearing this. I don't know who. I haven't been a part of this pod since 2017 or anything. That came up somehow a couple times. And um, when we had to change our name from Leverage the Chat in 2017 or 18, early 18, we had to find a new name. And honestly, I was so strapped for time. I was like, I had to get, I had to build the website to launch and I was just like it literally was the first thing that came into my head and the ding made sense I actually love the name still and uh, not one not two not three not, three, not four not, not five, five not seven <laughs> dings but the dings it, it's it's like you know it, count the dings it's also like I always think of it like ding being you know an idiot so look, count the idiots in our group you know now that one makes sense. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's count the dinks. Maze, Amin, <laughs> Trey. <laughs> and Amin's not on this show because, I mean, was he even ever on it at ESPN? No, right? Uh, nah, well, he's on the Thanksgiving episode. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Amin would always come on the show and go, what the hell? Like the same way yeah. he would react what to What is snark. happening? He, whenever he heard Snark Hoops, he would just be like, what the hell is this? Yeah, he heard Snark Hoops for the first time at the Vegas live show. And <laughs> exactly. Remember that? Had no idea what was happening. That was so funny. John Hollinger, Tim McMahon. Wow. It's been a while, man. Like, this will be four years coming up this winter. For all those haters, said you could said we couldn't do it. Which one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my my subconscious. Probably.
My daddy told me a pretty good people And my mama, she told me more Said, son, if you don't quit your rowdy ways You'll have trouble at your door Well, I finally listened to my mama, good people Then I would not have been here today But a drinking and a shooting and a so fast like i feel like i'm missing i'm missing Do you think I want that to, that's a problem that your news network not, lies well i don't i don't think, dude what did they say they lied what did and they said say? i was taking horse dewormer first of all it was prescribed to me by a doctor